puberty makes me fall in love sexually. I got no hair on me. Puberty. Not that. Hello there, I'm Pete Donaldson. I press the buttons on this endeavour, but unfortunately, I do do a lot of podcasts, so I get incredibly confused pretty much every hour of the day. I'm Luke Moore, and I think a lot of you out there will think that Pete's doing that on purpose. No. He isn't. It's not an affectation. It's my brain losing the will to be in my head. And I think that is an important distinction to draw as I try and make noise to mask the sound of me opening my cup of tea. Um, The... I, I, I really want to make it clear that nothing you do, Pete, one of the most endearing things about you is there is absolutely no affectation about you. you you're very honest, you're very out there. I think so. And, and the, the, the instances of, of genuine incompetence that people will hear on this show are exactly that, genuine incompetence. I can sometimes play up to my character on the um, podcasts and shows that I do. Yeah, but, but that's about the extent of it. But that is the extent of it. Uh, that, this is my life. It is an ending um, series of unfortunate events that I am... Uh, will, Wasn't will Jim Carrey in that with? film? <laughs> what was that film? A series of unfortunate events. events. No, I think it was made into a Netflix series as well. Do you know what Netflix is um... shot for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Netflix. Not everything that films like in X-rays. X-rays. <laughs> <laughs> the X-rays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Do you know what? Um, this has been fairly widely reported. So apologies right. if people already know this. I don't think Pete will know it. That's why I'm going to ask him it. Do you know what Netflix's content budget, content alone budget, is for the next financial year? I can only think it's approaching the billions because it is very, very um, expensive. Because they're a beer moth. Well, the, the no. Did you say behemoth or behemoth? Yeah. I said behemoth. Okay, but um, the the, the the nobody's making any money out of these new ventures. Netflix, Uber, nobody's making any money. They're, they're just it's all under the auspices of um, everything not going to the wall. It's just, this could Netflix could end tomorrow, and they would be in massive amounts of debt. Pete, uh, answer the question. What? I think it's approaching a billion pounds. Eight billion dollars. Fuck me. Yeah, I will if you carry on like Jesus. that. Jesus. Yeah. They, you know what? They, that's a lot of money. Oh, all of a sudden they haven't got the budget to make a TV show of any of our shows. <laughs> Eight billion. We don't yeah. even want a million. We could be the next men in blazers. We got blazers. I got a bloody cupboard full of them. I found one last week I'd never put on before. I've got loads as well. Can't do any of them up anymore. But I can wear them. <laughs> I never could because I always got two shit inches too small. And the ones, the ones on uh, men in blazers, I don't know their names. They don't, they don't wear blazers that fit them anyway. Oh, right. So okay. we'd fit well, right. Anyway, we'd, we'd work. we are asking for an eight thousandth of that. A million dollars. That's <laughs> I it. I hope they're spending a decent amount of money on getting the main uh, casts, whose stars have waned a little bit, admittedly, uh, for Arrest Development Season 5, because the fourth one was mainly filmed on green screen, and it was fucking dreadful. I've not seen um, more than about two minutes of the show ever. Oh, my God. No. This is why you think um, Peep Short isn't as good as um, The Inbetweeners. Yeah. Because you don't know great comedy like Arrest Development. It is but unendingly fantastic. That, that all may well, well be true, um, but it brings up an important point, which is that one thing you learn doing um, shows and radio shows and podcasts or anything is that you can't get away with this, what we're talking about earlier, this affectation. You can't um, say something that you don't honestly 
believe, and the reason for that is because if you're doing four or five shows a week, you just get found out. Mm. You, you can't you can't lie about stuff you like and don't like because sooner or later you're going to get found out because yep. you'll forget you lied about it. So when I said that I prefer the Inbetweeners to the to Peep Show, it's because it's it, it's true. I mean, I, I just yeah. I just enjoy watching them. I'm not going to lie about it and go, "Oh, Peep Show's really trendy or whatever." So people, trendy? people must, I, I must like it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know if it's trendy or not. But you understand <laughs> you understand the point. I've just ne- never got round to Arrested Development. I sort of feel about TV series the same way I feel about films. Just that it's all great, and you know everyone's having a lovely mm. time. But there are too many of them. There are too many of them, and and also um, especially like with like boxes and stuff. I've got a mate who. Uh, who's uh, I don't know whether his relationship with his missus is that, that great anymore because they seem to pile through. Every what a way last, to start an anecdote! Every last TV Name show him. on Netflix, no. Okay. Uh, every last TV show on Netflix, it's not me, and is like it? they've gone into, <laughs> but they've gone into like the the outer reaches of right. not only Netflix but Amazon as well. Right. Have you seen this? No, nobody's seen this. Yeah. Nobody's never, watched. Never heard of it. You know, I was going to say Vikings, but you've watched that. <laughs> oh, I haven't actually. I haven't. I've, I, I, I Sorry, you look like a Viking. Yeah, that's now. right. That's what, we got. what you're confusing that with is um, that show, American Thingy, American Viking, American Horror Story. No, American. It, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. Series. It's a um, a Neil Gaiman thing. Oh yes, uh, I do know what you mean. And it starts with an amazing scene. A lot of, of nib- Vi- knobs of Vikings, and oh. I start. I talked about it on this show. But the funny thing about it was, about a week after talking about it on the show, didn't stick with it, couldn't get with it. But, <laughs> I just, uh, um, my I just, wife enjoys it. Speaking of uh, Hollywood, I uh, just interviewed Leslie Mann um, uh, and uh, John Cena, the wrestler. So when from, you said you were the film Blockers, right? So when you said you were interviewing John Cena to me earlier, you, you, this is a, this is an insight into your life. Mm. You messaged me saying, "Might be a touch late this morning. I'm interviewing John Cena." I I assumed I can't get that on my head. Whenever I hear his his name, is that his tune? You know, you know, like, like the memes, like his name is John Cena. That's his theme tune. Mm. Okay, yeah. I'm not familiar with his wrestling work at all, to be honest. Well, it's that's just... well, this is what I was going to say. I was going to say, you, obviously, you, you've you've started doing a, um, a wrestling podcast, which has been very very uh, well received, and, and rightly so. And I thought you were interviewing him for that, but apparently not. No. And I, Leslie Mann's I, in the 40 year old virgin, isn't she? Yes. Yeah, that's what uh, I know her from. Yeah. She's done so many comedies. I know she's Judd Apatow's wife, but still, like, she's done so much comedy. Um, and uh, yeah, John, but John Cena's legs in that film, Blockers. My God, that man did not skip leg day because he always wears cargo shorts. You can't see his legs. Yeah, you can't see the top of his legs. Fuck me. Yeah. Like, ev- like the whole kind of the the, the compare them the, to something so people can get a visualization. It's like an hourglass because it, it's got to end. <laughs> they've got to end at the knee and then go out again for the calf. Fuck me. It's anything like it. Well, is there actually sand pouring through them? <laughs> through his veins? <laughs> My veins well are sand. May as well be. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow, so that's what incredible. you... So give us your It's Been, then. It's Been. That was quite good. And, and that's so, your... Somebody gave me the uh, props that I did a good one last yeah, week. Yeah, you're in good form uh, at the I'm moment. I'm in yeah. rude health. Um, it's been uh, a week... Oh, no, it's not been... A, it's been a, it would have been a weekend since we last uh, spoke to everyone. Mm. Um, quick update, uh, recap, in a Netflix style, if you like, okay. of what we, what we were talking about over the last week. I went to go and see Harry Potter... Um, you got Pete got mad about craft ale, and we'll come on to that again in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we slated Alex Jones, which I think is fair enough. Um, you followed up the craft ale rant by announcing that the night after that you got drunk on your own. Um, we heard about a donkey on cocaine and a man almost having his buttock ripped off while uh, chasing a felon. Full, a very full show, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, sounds like we got through a lot, of, a lot there. And the craft ale thing. Um, for those who don't follow us on Twitter, I would recommend you do. It's at Luke and Pete Show. Um, I um, I did something which you later called a disgusting abuse of trust. Yes, where I published on Twitter a, a, a snippet of our a private <clears> conversation, our WhatsApp conversations. 
Um, but as per the contract you signed, Pete, anything is available for, for publishing and immediate release. All right. And, <laughs> essentially, think of it like anything you send to me is essentially a... Public um, record. A, a press release. Right. It's, it's, it's a, a press release, release yeah. yeah. Treat it like from, a press release. From the desk of Pete Donaldson. Yeah. yeah. And you said on the WhatsApp to me, and people have been on board this craft hour thing, it's, it's split the, the audience, but everyone's got an opinion on it. They love mm. it or they hate it. You talked about it in very, very I, rich terms. But I'm, I'm not going to go into it, but it's not the craft ale itself. It's the people who obsess about it. Well, the WhatsApp you sent me mm. was... I can't drink lager anymore because it gives me an upset tummy, so now I'm drinking IPAs. Now, that is a remarkable U-turn. That I mean, is a Theresa May-esque U-turn, if I don't you don't mind me saying. I don't know how to... Maybe I can get some of the um, craft ale neckbeards to recommend a, a craft ale that tastes like lager. Because <laughs> I just love a fizzy pilsner, uh, but if I drink too many of them, on certain nights, I don't know what it is. I think it's like I've got to be careful about the food I eat beforehand. Uh, I can't eat anything too greasy. I just the 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 oh the, I got to take a couple of renitidine, smash back a couple of rennies. People who uh, listen to this show regularly will be well well versed in your ailments, won't they? Mm. A lot of my stomach related, aren't they? It's not even um, that, but that you know my problems stomach wise are the cramps rather than the actual uh, the actual uh, antacid problems. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So what's the latest right. on your um, ale consumption, which I presume is still very heavy? Well, uh, at the time I sent my um, sent that uh, WhatsApp message, I was drinking lager and I didn't have a good night on it. But then the next night, stayed on lager all night and I was fine. So <laughs> horses for courses. Really. What an insight into your lifestyle. Yeah, I was like, right, I'm changing everything about my life and then just went straight back to what I was doing anyway. I went to a wedding uh, party and I was at one point uh, there was a girl uh, who I knew, not for ages, and she was um, talking about she's, um, she's she's always been vegetarian, but she's recently gone vegan. And I was like, oh, I was, I was going, yeah, that's so good. Uh, and sort of gesticulating. Okay, it's so good. That's so great. You know, we need to start to th- think a little bit more about sustainability, where our food's coming from. And then I looked down my arm and realized I was gesticulating with a chicken leg. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. We really need to think about the kind of food we're eating and the, th- you know, the damage we're doing to the planet and the animals that inhabit it. Did you finish that- off by tapping on the head with it? <laughs> <laughs> just popping the chicken leg in my pocket. Yeah. Just off. I, I don't. I, I think it, there's a large part of me that would very, very much like to um, not eat animals, actually. But realistically, it's not going to happen. <clears throat> I, I, I'm not good enough at cooking that I would be able to um, survive. When it comes to veganism, I don't. I, it's so far above my sort of understanding. I don't even know what can or can't <laughs> eat. <laughs> a shoe's food. Are you? Now. Are you vegan? Don't don't think so. Can't, can't really tell. <laughs> My understanding of veganism is that you can really only eat uh, fruit and vegetables and, and beans and pulses. Mm. And, didn't um, uh, didn't Ashton? I was reading that Ashton Kutcher um, got incredibly unwell. He's mad, isn't he? Is he mad? One of the Hollywood ones who's mad? Um, hey, I think he has. I think he's one of the more interesting kind of young, uh, good-looking ones. He's probably about forty now, but is like, he, yeah, he's yeah. older than us. Well, yeah, yeah. I think he is forty. He uh, when he did the Steve Jobs um, film, he. Tried to eat like Steve Jobs, um, which is just you know just silly. That was really. Steve Jobs' real shortfall, wasn't it? Well, he yeah. Uh, mad, mad well, idea about well, that. he always um, well, he, all he would eat is fruit and um, nuts and stuff, and it actually gave him um, pancreas problems. It gave Ashton Kutcher he got put in hospital because of his pan- his pancreas just, um, presented problems, and that's obviously how Steve Jobs died. So that's all the anecdotal evidence I need. Yeah, that uh, 
Yeah, you should be eating as much red meat as possible. Uh, well, just not just nuts and um, fruit. You I know, saw need a bit um, more diversity. Well, I think yeah, we slam a bit of tofu into yourself. We evolved to be omnivores, of course, and I think that's probably that probably tells its own story. But I read a horrible article recently about the dangers of eating uh, bacon. Did you read that? Yeah, I, oh. I, I don't consume a lot of bacon. So Processed meats, bad news. Bad. I like news. a sausage too much, though. That's the, the problem is, we we go we do a show last week where we hammer. And we all like a sausage. And we hammer Alex Jones for peddling all this stuff. Yeah. And then we start talking about things like, oh, you shouldn't be eating bacon. None of us, neither of us know. We're no, not, not qualified, are no. we? This is not medical advice at any point. But like uh, really fatty carcinogenic food, probably not the best thing, is it, really? No. That's what my bum, that's the sound my bum makes. When <laughs> Everything in moderation, that's what I say. So <laughs> Everything what, in moderation. Your it's been is, a, is, a, uh, is again, alcohol related. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got them in cart for a little bit later on. Um, oh, but great. it's kind of a very informal one, just something I found out during the week. I'm like, oh, that's a good that's a good little bit of uh, knowledge. I thought the plane flight one was very good. Which one was the plane flight one? You did it. What was it? Last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they right, flew for a... 60 days or whatever. All right, this one isn't going to be as good as that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that, that's it, Spin. Should we, should we crack straight into emails? Do you want a little yeah. jingle for that? Or... All right, then. Well, yeah. let's, let's do a little, uh, let's do a little uh, break, and then we'll uh, be back with some very, very good... Uh... <sighs> Emails. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, Luke, don't gunge me, mate. Pipe down, Pete. I told you never to argue with the customers. Never argue with the customers. Hello at lukeandpeteshow.com if you want to get in touch with this section. Yeah, it's Consistently the best section of the show because it's, it's, it's not one populated by us. It's certainly the biggest section, anyway. I would agree, I would agree. Um, I... Hello, yeah, so hello at lukeandpeachshow.com. I've got an email here from Tom Morant. I've got a little email for you. Little email for you. <laughs> yeah, I always get told off by some listeners for singing. Uh, oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I think people that, think that I think I'm a really good singer, so I want to sing all the time. I mean, time. you have said that on more than one occasion. Well, I'm you quite are a good, good singer. But I'm not one of those people who goes down like to the karaoke bar on a oh, Saturday night and takes himself <laughs> really seriously and does, like, <laughs> does like wind beneath my wings. Have I told you about the secret karaoke bars I'm obsessed with in Piccadilly? Yeah, may, I'm just like, maybe. There's secret karaoke bars everywhere, and you just you just don't know because everything's in Japanese or uh, Korean. It's like I want to get in there. Why don't you go there? Uh, because I'm scared that my level of Japanese would not be good enough. Yeah, I don't think they'll judge you on that, will they? Well, I mean, the only reason I know that it's there is because I read it in hiragana, so I'd have to sort of go, "Hello there." That's another one there. Uh, John Cena speaking um, Mandarin Chinese. Very Does impressive. he? Well, yes. Yeah, I think he does. I don't know how good his kind of questions and answering and kind of like interpretation is. I think uh, he certainly did a couple of speeches in Mandarin Chinese, which is incredibly uh, impressive. Do you remember? remember, It's very impressive. Do you remember when we went to do a a TV pilot for something or another and uh, the cameraman Mm. grew up in China and he could speak Mandarin Chinese? Obviously a Western guy. It was so out out of left field. I've been watching a lot of, um, you know, I've bashed on about um, Japanese cinema and stuff, but uh, uh, that China Flats and a couple of others, the third window guy uh, hooked me up with um, some films from there and I was watching one and it's really, um, and it shouldn't be, but it's discombobulating to see like uh, Westerners speaking 
uh, speaking Japanese because they've yeah. grown up in Japan or whatever, like yeah. you know, on a like marine base or whatever. Uh, but one of the biggest um, uh, comedy guys over in Japan is this like big fat black guy. Really? But obviously he grew up in Japan because right. he, he, I think his, his father was um, a marine or something growing up on the base. Can but, like, you understand like, any of his jokes? No, God no, no. I, I no, I, I, I know how to order a beer and stuff like that, but I don't know any. any, any You've been uh, taking lessons for ages. What I mean, have you been I've been taking lessons. I've been reading. Little I thought you had lessons at that place in town. No, I had one man came around my house for like three weeks for a lesson. For a... <laughs> what, he stayed in your house for three weeks. Yeah. But just just getting Bobby Link seeing Westerners. Hang on a minute. So so you sorry to interrupt, but you you're sat in your house in right. town. Yeah, a man, man comes, comes around, around yeah. Japanese guy. Yeah, and teaches you Jap- Jap- he Japanese. He did not like my jokes. Right. I had some. I was so just talk I was us through the situation. How, 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 sat how happened. in my living room. He's teaching me Japanese. But it only, but I, I gave him like you know four hundred quid for four lessons, uh, and that was it. And and then I, I think he, he, we just didn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite intense having someone in your house. Yeah, I think it sounds like it is. Yeah, yeah. for some reason in my mind, and I know I don't want to make this. I'm trying not to sound offensive. In my mind, all I can picture is Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tom Morant was the man who's presumably sat there on tenterhooks because I've said his name already. Morant! I didn't read his email. He's from Southampton. Mm-hmm. pair of rocket heavy-duty batteries on, on hand. Yep. Um, oh, the batteries on our wireless keyboard in the office uh, perished today. Yeah. GP Ultras. So I, be I'm warned. we didn't break them open earlier to have a look, to be honest. Yeah, GP Ultras, G- one of the more popular brands, isn't it? Yes, and it, well, in the remote we broke open, I'll just, I'll just remind myself, we've got um, Bexels. Oh, Bexels, Bexels yeah, yeah, yeah. Samsung yeah. Classic. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so Tom says, Hi guys, um, I was recently reminded of a story from my childhood and I thought I would share it with you. <laughs> I was around six or seven years of age and went on holiday with my parents to Devon. While there, we went to an indoor go-karting centre that for some reason had an emu. <laughs> this was the first time that I had ever seen one of these and was therefore fascinated by this giant bird creature. This feeling of wonder, though, was short-lived. I walked up to the pen where the emu was, raised my hand toward it, and asked my parents, do they bite? As if on cue, the gangly neck shithouse chomped down on my outstretched hand. (laughs) Cue screaming and crying from me, and a lot of not very well hidden laughter from my parents. I don't know how the emu felt. Well, (laughs) sat in a pen in the middle of a go-kart track, presumably it felt quite unhappy. Yeah, I imagine Um, so. It wouldn't have been in the middle, that would be madness. He said, on that holiday I also got shot on by a seagull. I'm not sure what I did to piss off the birds that week, but it must have been something. Thanks guys, (laughs) Tom. P.S. I too went to Stubbington Study Centre and remember it as the place where me and my friends completed Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Whoa. Oh yeah, because there was an arcade version of that. I believe that's where that game started and what a trip that particular game was. It had uh, digitised sound, so it was like whoo! And he'd like sort of throw his hat at someone. I think he used his hat as a weapon, did he yeah, not? And he had yeah. a white suit, didn't he? Yeah. I remember that it was myself. was a smooth criminal. Uh, and at one point, they would start doing this smooth criminal lean. That's yes. something I used to do when I was drunk quite a lot. Grab hold of my mate's belt and kind of make him do like the smooth criminal kind of like. So he'd, put, he'd brace his feet against my feet. Yeah. And I'd grab hold of his belt. And uh, I'd sort of lower him down and up, up and down like uh, some criminal. You are, I can imagine you doing that. You're a good guy to go out for a few beers with, with a few obvious drawbacks. One is that you don't want to stay in one place for too long. No, that's true. You yeah. always like to travel always around. around yeah. Always a party, better party somewhere else. Yeah, and uh, which I, I won't take as a, as, a, as a reflection of my company. <laughs> and secondly, um, I remember once you drew all over me in Biro. Which yeah. was you weren't even asleep. <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, that's the best thing about it. Point. What do I, you think about an emu being at a go kart centre? I don't like it. I love. Well, no, it's dreadful. But I think that um, they're, they're quite resilient animals, though. There's what well, there's big ones that <laughs> it's are like, fine. 
I mean, they're big old birds, Resilient animal. No, no vet has ever said that. What's the ones that are a bit like emu? Same sort of size. Ostrich. Very No, very sort of similar ostrich, emu. There's another one. Ah, I've got capybara stuck in my head, but obviously not. It's not that, no. it's, it's kind of like that. Can't remember. Anyway, we had one at the zoo. But, um, yeah, they're just... They're just not a rhea? No. Uh, R-H-E-A. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, they're all the bloody same. There's a few different kind of yeah. genus. Um, but uh, these, 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 they're just so unpredictable, aren't they? Like, they have yeah. that kind of, like, they, they have that very steady um, kind of, like, neck thing, like a chicken does. But they can really fucking go for you if they if they oh, if they don't like you. It's fantastic. I think they might have like almost like raptor like big claws as well. Mm. Like, and, fantastic. And if they go for you, you're in trouble. And, fantastic. And, and, did you, did and you ever see um, Paul Gascoigne uh, in the emu? No. Um, he was, it was, he was filming, Rod Holland emu. He was filming for uh, Football Italia. Uh, my mate uh, once got uh, tipped upside down by Rod Hull uh, and attacked uh, in the crotch by emu. Was that, that, that wasn't Mark, was it? No, it was uh, a guy called Craig, and he said, uh, and Rod Hull said, "Oh, he's got, he's got a sort, he's got a little worm. He's found a little worm." That's unacceptable. That is unacceptable. In a post yew tree world, that is. Un- he's well, basically using that. He's basically using that emu's beak to fill people's genitals. Well, you know, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Not me. It's the emu. no Roy. No Roy. Roy. Rod. Roy, Rod. No, I was thinking Roy, Roy Hud. No, no Rod. That's not a. That's not that's an actual not... bird. That's your hand in there. It's almost like it's essentially like a, 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 a almost like an ostentatious glove. Yeah, that's exactly. all it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like a little little knotty touching. Um, speaking of that, do you know that? Um, we may have mentioned this before, but just in case we haven't, did you know that the idea of ostriches burying their head in the sand is a myth? Uh, yes, I it comes from that, a cartoon. Yeah. They never, they never actually oh, that... do that. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird thing to think yeah, of. It's been picked up on. My head in the, but I in think because of the pre-internet age, people just took it as red, and no one bothered checking. Like lemmings, like Disney and lemmings, where they chased yeah. all those lemmings off this side of the thing and just said that lemmings kill themselves all the time. That's not true, is it? Not true. Not true. What, um, what were you going to say about the bird? Uh, Paul Gascoigne uh, yeah. was filming for Football Italia, and this this clip, it's. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, it's this clip of Paul Gascoigne doing a piece to camera about the emu. And the emu, um, there's two clips, actually. There's one where he gets attacked by a lion. Like, he's got what, his hand... actual lion? He's, well, basically, he's in front of a, a lion's cage. Yeah. And uh, he's got his hand round the um, kind of fence. And uh, he's not noticed that the lion has got closer and closer and closer <laughs> and starts to jump. And he absolutely shits himself. But with the emu, I think he's feeding it crisps or something. He's feeding it something. <laughs> And uh, the emu comes over, and Paul Gascoigne just inst- like Paul Gascoigne, Paul Gascoigne just grabs hold of the emu's neck, and the emu's trying to get away, and Paul Gascoigne won't let it go. And the face on the bird is incredible. The bird is going, "What the fuck do you think you're doing?" Yeah. And Paul Gascoigne's just got this emu by the neck. But is there, is there a fence in between them? Uh, no, cause, well, because they they can't fly very well, so they. Usually, I don't think they can fly at all. Usually, usually paddocks. Um, usually pa- they're just paddocks rather than actually yeah. fenced off areas. But you know, Parkinson's just got this bird by the neck. It's That's very unbelievable. It's very funny because they're almost gyroscopic the way they move, aren't they? They yes. just kind of like inhabit their own space. Fantastic. He um, he um, he was the first choice to present because that's a football Italia, wasn't he, Gascoigne? Was he? And that was oh. the idea. And they realised, because yeah. he was over there anyway, obviously, but yeah. they realised that's not going to happen. What a mess. It's not going to happen, been. yeah. Christ, yeah. get him to read an um, autocue. Do an email, Pete. All right, then. I will. Have you got one ready? I have, yeah. I have a bit of this. Emma Sheffield. This is about yawns and sneezes. I oh, yeah, know. yeah. Um, batteries, Panasonic in all three nearby remotes, even the one for the new sound bar. You know, well, oh, the remote for the soundbar rather than the soundbar itself. What do you think about soundbars? Because I quite like the idea of them. I'd like to, I'd like to get into a situation where I can put something on the radio, 
And I can hear it everywhere I am in the house. On the radio. Um, I think that was Scouting for Girls. Uh, sorry. Uh, One of my favourite teenage fan club songs, radio. Uh, I've got um, I've got a Boar's sound bar, like a little mini sound bar. It's the best thing I've ever bought. But, oh, it's but, the best thing I've ever been bought. But how? But what I'm saying is, if I if I put that on your, your that thing you just described there, if I put that, that on in the bedroom and I walk into the kitchen, because my house, my flat is obviously it's a flat, but it's quite long. Yep. If I put something on the bedroom, I can't hear anything in the kitchen. I want to be able to hear it everywhere. Well, just get one of those get one of those sound systems that do do it over Wi Fi. Mm. Easy peas, mm. easy peas. Carry on, um, <laughs> Emma. Hello, Emma. Um, I've spent the last two months listening to your back catalogue after downloading the Aircast app, and now I can email about a current episode. Thank you, Emma. That's nice. What hard, what excruciatingly hard work. Tell all um, your friends and leave a review on iTunes. Then you will really be our friends. Following the silent laughter chat, uh, I want to tell you about a lad I work with who does silent sneezes. Uh, were we talking about silent okay. laughter? I can't remember now. Um, yeah, it might be. Either way, um, you only know he's doing one from the actions of the sneeze. If you catch him doing it out the corner of your eye, it looks like he might be choking to death. It's most off-putting. <laughs> no, I, I would prefer that to someone who really ostentatiously sneezes. Yeah, some of them are just like, there's no need for that no. kind of thing. My dad's a, quite a loud sneezer, but it's just, I don't, there's no need. There's no need. Just, uh, there's a middle ground, I think. How's your dad doing? Uh, I haven't really spoken to him, to be honest. Uh, is it Father's Day soon? June, it was Mother's Day. Because oh, okay. yeah. uh, if someone, was, someone I thought unfairly said that the way you flip-flop around with the different beers you like, no wonder your dad doesn't want to go on holiday with you. I thought that was unfair. <laughs> My dad only drinks like, Boring old, it's a doom bar, something like that. Something right. a bit kind of flat, flat and uninteresting. Um, also, I remember someone telling me yawns are contagious because you subconsciously think the other person is stealing your oxygen, so your body tries to have a go too. I think this is very likely to be bullshit, but for some reason, I always have to say it. Emma, that's going <laughs> to stay with me for quite a while. Um, I looked into this. Um, right, because I saw Emma's email come in, and that that is sadly untrue. If but- you steal my oxygen. The oh, late- God, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. The latest research apparently suggests that it might be an attempt to regulate brain temperature. Apparently, it's a myth you're trying to get more oxygen when you do it. Right. Uh, it's, a, it's a way of getting a load of hopefully cooler air towards your brain. Oh. That's according to a, a study by a psychology professor called Stephen Platek. But, so when your brain gets hot, it shuts down and you sort of doors off a little bit? Maybe. I don't yeah. know. But, I, but the, the, when, I, when I was doing this research, one of the most the cutest things I found out is that ba- apparently babies yawn inside the womb. Oh, that's quite that's cute, adorable. isn't it? I was watching, um, is it One Born Every Minute? Whatever the baby... Oh, I've never watched baby. that. It's too stressful. Well, they, they, they um, blur out um, the foofs. They blur out the ladies' uh, vaginas. Yeah. And um, and then as soon as, and the baby comes out covered in blood and all that shit. Mm. And like, it's just a weird thing to blur out. Because like, we all know where that's coming from. Yeah. We all know it's horrific. Yeah. Uh, but maybe the it's, women it's, don't want their vaginas no, on I, the I telly. Think, I don't know. I don't know about that side of it, but I, I think there's a lot of stuff that has to be sorted. And 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 I guess censored because of quite outdated offcom offcom laws, and and the reason I say that is in a, in a boxing um, uh, context, you can watch three minutes of boxers like punching the shit out of each other's mm. faces, blood everywhere, yeah, and there's nothing said or ble- bleeped out or blanked out or anything. But then if if a trainer in the corner in the minute in between the rounds like swears, they have to apologise. Have to apologise, which is which seems so incongruous when you watch yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You've just seen like three minutes of quite difficult to watch violence mm. sometimes. It's the only place, as far as I understand it, where you can legally kill someone mm. in, you know, in, a, in a boxing ring. Yeah. The waivers have been signed. Everyone knows what they're getting into. Yet if someone says the word shit, it's like they have to apologise. Who put this shit crazy. in the ring? It's crazy. If, you, if you're a parent who's letting your kid watch that, 
Um, then presumably you're okay with swear words. Not that I have any problem with boxing. I'm a big fan of it, as you know. But mm. you understand that the, the weird sort of juxtaposition that that, that presents. The um uh with, with the with the babies coming. No, because I remember watching on an educational um kind of mid morning kind of um TV show like documentary for kids. For kids, yeah, they showed a baby being born, and it was fucking horrendous. Fluids, blood and guts. Wow. What were you expecting? Uh, well, I wasn't expecting to see that. A, cra- was, a crane I, to fly in. I was, ex- <laughs> I was expecting on my day off because I wasn't very well at school not to have to go through that. I was That's only about eleven. Oh, fair like, enough. Oh, if you're younger, what, what, I mean, uh, what an incredible. Um, but <clears> the, 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 this program is like there was a moment where this um, Cypriot couple um, came in and. And one of them was a doctor, so he's just watching like the, the nurse putting in a fucking drip and stuff. I bet that's a like, nightmare for them. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? So it's like, um, a, like a chef going to a restaurant, basically. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, I mean, oh, and this baby had, um, I think it moved too quickly uh, out of the out of the vagina. And uh, it was just, um, it was, uh, I think it's um, heart rate started racing. Right. So they were a bit worried about him. And oh, God, I was, I was, I was, I was with somebody, I was pretending I wasn't. Getting a bit teary, but I was like, oh, I was yeah. a bit teary. I get teary all the time watching oh. TV. Um, oh. There's a really good book um, called This Is Going To Hurt by Adam Kay, who I think might be a comedy writer now, but he used to be a doctor. He used to be an obstetrician. Yes. And he talks, it's basically his diaries from working in Very good on Twitter. NHS maternity. Is he really? I didn't know he was yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, I think so, okay. yeah. I think so. I think so. Um, so he worked in an NHS maternity ward for, for years, and I've, I breezed through that book. I absolutely loved it. It's well mm. worth a read on that subject. Um this, this, is an, this is an anonymous email next, Pete. Anonymous. Which is quite a difficult sentence to say, if you're wow. me. Um, and he says, um, I, I presume it's a he. He says, uh, <laughs> firstly, please ensure that I remain anonymous, um, along with said brand coming up. Um, but there are two bits here I've got relating to your undercover story of a week or two ago. Um, the activity, the public toilet pervert. Do you remember him? Yes, the um, bread. bread guy, yeah. Um, was partaking in, is apparently called breading. Um, one of my best mates told me a story relating to this, which was similar to last week's one. So I do think sort of like deviant behaviour uh, can, uh, can, like you're into something, um, somebody hears about it, and then that's suddenly a subculture. Yeah. When you know how many, it, how many people are realistically? It could doing just be that? an apocryphal tale that's been repeated well, over and over again. Well, though. yeah, exactly. And also, um, I remember uh, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend uh, started. Remember when um, Bluetooth started uh, appearing on mobile phones? Yes. Uh, he wrote a piece on a blog, and I think he submitted it to uh, one of the big newspapers um, about um, something called Toothing. And it was just basically, it had, it had everything, basically. You know, you could send, like, business cards or kind of contact uh, addresses to people you didn't know on, like, a, on a tube, on, on, via Bluetooth. If they've got their thing open, If yeah. they've got yeah. their Bluetooth open sort of thing back in the day. Um, and basically, he sort of set it up as in, oh, yeah, I was, uh, uh, it's this new kind of sex, uh, kind of sex course called uh, Toothing. And uh, basically, you're on a you're on a packed tube train, and you uh, you send someone uh, like a like an anonymous message saying, uh, "Anybody up for some toothing?" Yeah, um, this is like and, what Chris Morris this. Yeah, and and so like it's so like he wrote this piece that uh, he was, um, and because it had like a, a male female kind of like a relationship sort of thing that no one's ever interested about it if it's a gay thing, but if they're if it's a heterosexual men and men and women sort of hooking up kind of story, it becomes a phenomenon and people write about it. So anyway, you manage to get this fucking nonsense story in a in the Sun or one of the, or the Mirror or one of the shitty tabloids, basically saying this new craze where uh, yeah, I was uh, I was on a packed public uh, transport. Uh, I was in a train or a bus, and I sort of uh, uh, Bluetooth, I toothed someone, and uh, we got off, and uh, we got went to a public toilet and started fucking and all that stuff. And it's this pathetic kind of. I love of, your like, sexy myth voice. Sort of, uh, yeah, it's a good so, voice. And we were like uh, sort of chatting via toothing, <laughs> and uh, we went off, and we just could, we tore each other's clothes off in a, in a cubicle and started uh, going, going at it. And, Should we do some toothing after the show? 
And it's just this absolute bullshit. Uh, but because it's uh, kind of like male, female, kind of like hooking up kind of story, uh, it, it gets uh, it gets column inches. It's not as pervy as breading. No, which we may see not, in the newspapers. It's not wiping bread on a fucking toilet seat and eating the bread. No, um, very carb heavy uh, subculture. <laughs> that, yeah, the second part of this email is and, perhaps. And gay men usually look after themselves. They do. <laughs> Secondly, the second part of this email is, is, is a little bit more, um, a little bit more interesting. I would say. Actually, that's assuming that he is gay. I mean, he's, you know, yeah. he's in a male toilet. He might popped into a women's toilet and done it there too. Stop getting yourself tying yourself in knots talking about people who are gay <laughs> and people who aren't. No one cares. Um, he says, my dad, and again, I assume it's a he, my dad is a police officer and years ago, him and his team were investigating a counterfeit clothing operation Ooh. for a semi-reputable brand, which he doesn't name, well, he does name, but I'm not going to tell you. We're having uh, knockoff clothes being sold. Right. Upon busting the stock of Moody Gear, my dad brought along a representative from said brand to ascertain whether this was stolen gear or just plain old thieving. Mm. Um, oh, sorry, or just plain old sort of you know, um, you know, counterfeit gear or whatever. Yeah. Um, upon examining said stock, the representative confirmed it wasn't their gear because it was, in fact, much better than our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's from Anonymous. That's classic uh, Anonymous. Uh, that is classic kind of uh, mum uh, kind of apocryphal tales. The amount of times my mum goes, uh, yeah, they're all made in the same factory. Yeah. They're all made in the same factory. It's just, yeah. you know, it's just as good. Just as good, isn't it? But I, have, it? I have a real problem every year where I try and bring some nice mince pies home from... Uh, from uh, is your mum convinced they're all the same? Oh, yeah. What? So I think we probably had this on the podcast before Christmas, but I'm, I will occasionally bring home some Fortnum and Mason's um, nice mince pies or, sure mince, or, or a pudding or something well you know they make nice stuff do your I, family you know, resent you for it uh, my mum does until yeah. she eats it she's like is she still through cooking? gritted mincy teeth she's, she's like <laughs> she's like, oh, is she, is she yeah. still um, cooking the roast potatoes the day before <laughs> well she uh, well, but she's obsessed with the fact that yeah, well in the newspaper uh Says that uh, Iceland are, uh, are much better remnants pies. They got voted the best in the newspaper. Because yeah. they pay than, the PR be- person more than everyone else. Because <laughs> they advertise. Yeah. Masons are never going to advertise in the fucking Daily Mail. In, yeah. in, uh, in uh, yeah. So yeah, Iceland have, have budgets for crying out loud. My favourite are the um, Sainsbury's in the store baked ones, and I also like the Waitrose Heston Blumenthal ones. What the uh, mince? Are we talk mince pies here. Yeah, I don't eat a lot of them anymore. I used to. F- a cup of tea, and we talked about Jaffa Cakes on another podcast, but like we, a cup of tea, smashing back, I could smash back five mince pies. It makes you feel dreadful See, afterwards. You and so I, buttery. You and, <laughs> you and I have got to have this Jaffa Cake eating competition at some yeah, point. I know. Um, and I'm, I'm the favourite because I'm fatter than you, and also because you have ailments and I don't. Ailments? But How is that going to stop we me? Can't do, we can't do five. I'm not doing I'm not eating a packet of mince pies. That's <laughs> not happening. Heavy. Can't very, even buy them this time of year. Very buttery. Um, Right, it's probably time for us to uh, chuck off. To get off, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll have to. I'll have to once again promise you a men carter for uh, Thursday. We've got a toothing appointment to. Uh, to uh, <laughs> oi, and not at the s- dentist. No, exactly. <laughs> we got some fucking to do. It's Pete, what? For fuck's sake! Yeah, you just said it. Carry on, carry on. I have to mark. Sure. I have to mark when you say this stuff. No, sure. hello at LukeandPeteShow dot com. Oh. Okay, hello at LukeandBreadShow.com. Did we mention the name of this episode at the start? I can't remember. The name of this episode? The the, 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 uh, the number, sorry. Oh, no, I don't know. What? 47, isn't it? 47. I think so, yeah. Lucky 47. Ronin 47. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get to the show, do so. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week. So uh, Thanks very much for listening, as ever. Thanks, everyone. You're lovely. See you next week. <laughs>